Sign up to The Economist for in-depth curated expert analysis of world events and topics ranging from business and culture to science and technology. You'll get the weekly digital edition, online-only articles, curated newsletters on politics, the markets, science, culture and China, and full access to The Economist Podcast Plus. The Economist is independent journalism for independent thinking. Go to economist.com and get your first month free. Welcome to the Vital Dawn podcast for Wednesday, May 20th. S&P futures are rallying about 25 points. That is about 80 basis points. Europe opened in the red, but it has rebounded back to about unchanged for the major indices in Europe. Uh, the cyclical value groups are lagging in Europe. Uh, autos, basic industry, banks are all um, for sale. Asia had a relatively decent night considering the sloppy close in the U.S. on Tuesday. Um, so not really a lot of news to talk about this morning. The rally in the S&P futures is a little bit curious. They had a mild bid for most of the morning, and then they took another like higher around 4 a.m., Again, there are no headlines around that time. Uh, no one is missing any piece of news. Um, you know, just running through a few things overnight. Obviously, the close yesterday in the last 30 minutes, stocks slumped. Um, you know, I think just as that article on Stat News pointed out uh, the paucity of actual underlying data that is, that is accompanying some of the drug claims, um, specifically the, the vaccine news that hit uh, Monday morning. Um, there was another editorial out overnight in the Washington Post making the same point, just talking about you've seen a lot of, um, you know, you've seen a lot of uh, claims about curing or creating vaccines for the coronavirus, but very little underlying data. And so doctors that are trying to evaluate the efficacy and safety of a lot of these therapeutics and treatments um, are left kind of scratching their heads. And, and you know, basically the, these articles, the point is, um, you know, markets are giving way too much benefit of the doubt to these drugs actually being successful. Um, you know, in particular, just, you know, again, the going back to the vaccine news from Monday morning, very, very small amount of patients that were actually included in that press release. Um, you know, they developed antibodies. It's not clear how, how the volume of antibodies, it's not clear, again, if those antibodies are even effective and they confer immunity against the coronavirus, the length of time for which that immunity will last, et cetera. So there's still an enormous amount unknown about uh, the medical response. And this is not a criticism of, of me the medical community. Companies are working extremely hard and they should be commended. It's a criticism of how the market is absorbing this information. Um, and we've seen a lot of examples of it. You can go back to Friday also with Sorrento, um, you know, where again, these companies make claims and, and the markets just take it all at face value. And so, um, you know, I think in the future, to the extent we see more of these announcements, and I'm sure we will, um, the market should be more discerning as to how it interprets some of the information. Um, you know, so that's on the drug front. Again, nothing nothing new um, that really kind of either refutes or confirms that Stat News article. Um, and the whole point of the Stat News article is just, again, it didn't really contain a lot of inc incremental information, just that um, you know it was more criticizing the market's reaction to some of the drug claims. Um, on the earnings front, nothing really super major. Urban Outfitters was the only real report in the U.S. last night. Again, not a really important company, although I thought management was, um, you know, relatively negative on the call just as far as they talked about how on the stores that have reopened, the initial traffic levels have been relatively tepid um, and they claim that they will not get back. They do not think they will get back to pre-coronavirus levels of sales until there is um, a vaccine or a cure out on the market. So definitely a somber view as far as the outlook is concerned. 
A um, couple of reports out in Europe. None, again, none of them really super important. Experian, Marks & Spencer, both those stocks are rallying after their numbers. Rolls-Royce confirmed recent market reports. So there's been a lot of chatter the last couple of weeks that Rolls-Royce was going to have a large restructuring. They announced it today. They're cutting 9,000 jobs. That's about 17% of their total headcount. Um, and they said, quote unquote, it's increasingly clear that activity in the commercial aerospace market will take several years to return to levels seen just a few months ago. Um, and that gets to obviously airlines and, and, and travel is at the epicenter of the coronavirus crisis. That sector is being impacted more than anyone else. Um, you saw yesterday a bunch of airlines provided updates, including Southwest, United, and Delta. Again, this gets to the whole linearity theme where all of them said that they've seen an, you know, an improvement in, in trends, but they're still talking about revenue down 80, 90% year on year. Um, so it's really, you know, it's certainly positive that, um, you know, you're seeing a, a lift off of the lows of, of early April. But again, the damage, the, the year on year declines are still quite enormous. Um, so just to put the linearity into context, and that's something I've been, I've been talking about for a while. Um, no real major economic data out today. Nothing super important on the central bank front. Um, you know, so just, you know, the overall tape as far as, you know, the price action, again, I think the default mode for many people is to buy this market. Um, clearly, that is the underlying sentiment. It's very, very difficult um, for this market to come for sale. It's very easy for it to rally. Um, and again, those six pillars that have been driving things for a while, reopening optimism, indications of positive linearity, drug vaccine hopes, um, you know, faith in that $160 of earnings for 2021, um, stimulus, and then and then super cap tech, which you know continues to dominate the indices, and there's just insatiable demand for those stocks. All of those six factors remain at play. Um, I continue to think that three of them are very suspect. So the narratives around reopening linearity and drugs, I think, are just wildly optimistic, um, and they are um, you know I think they're ahead of where the actual reality is on the ground on all those fronts. So again, reopening. I think you need to be watching the normalization of economic activity, not just reopening. Um, you know, linearity. We just mentioned it about the airlines, just to put it into context about how you are seeing sequential improvements, but still, you know, huge year-on-year declines. And then drugs, vaccines, also. Um, you know, I, sp- I spoke about before. Um, I think it's reasonable to assume a one sixty-dollar plus number for twenty twenty-one, but again, that already. Um, embeds a full normalization of, of earnings. So that's the same number that the S&P earned in t- 2019. So the market is already pricing that in for 2021. So a full normalization of earnings. So embedded within that is obviously some type of a medical response that is successful to the coronavirus. Um, you know, so the market is just giving a huge benefit of doubt. Um, you know, again, that you're going to see full reopening, full normalization, and some type of a medical response. Um, that's already assumed in the market at these current levels. So you're trading at a healthy 18 times on a fully recovered earnings number. Um, and so I don't think that leaves you any room for error. And I just struggle to find what the real upside case is from these from this point. Um, I you know unless people just get back to that January mindset of 20 times plus is is should become the default multiple. Um so that is really everything for today as far as major news. Like I said, very slow, quiet morning. Unclear why the, the futures took um, are up you know, a percent, 20, 25 points. For the session today, um, you have a few earnings out this morning. Analog devices, lows, and target will be the big ones. That's our pre-market. The Fed minutes at 2 o'clock, although those should not be very controversial. 
Um, and then there's really not too much out after the close as far as earnings are concerned. So it should be a relatively quiet session um, for the most part. So that is everything um, for today. Thank you for listening.